Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And she's like, I'm 26. It's really depressing. And, and then Peter's, Peter's like, like, well, I'm 28 and I'm a grandfather. And I was like, fuck you yeah, all. This is when I was just like, really? Uh, That's when I finished like, my bottle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> and opened the next one. <laughs> Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Lee Blickley. Well, we learned one thing last night. The only thing more incompetent than Pilot Pete is the Iowa Democratic Party. That's right, y'all. The most dramatic caucuses ever overlapped in spectacularly painful fashion with the most exhausting Bachelor episode ever. But at least the rose ceremony results came in, even if we had to spend three whole hours waiting through them. And joining us today in studio to discuss the first three hours of Bachelor programming this week, because there's more to come, the first. <laughs> is GQ columnist, political reporter, and former HuffPoster herself, Laura Bassett. Hey, guys. Thanks oh my for God. being here. First time on the pod. First time on the feel? pod, millionth time in the newsroom. So thrilled to be here. <laughs> this is my coming out party as a Bachelor fan. Yeah. Look. Women contain multitudes. <laughs> yeah. Fight well, the shame. I am 32 flavors and then some, <laughs> yeah, exactly. said Ani DeFranco. What a season oh, to come Ani. out. You, know, you made a I good mean, choice. You know what? This Bachelor season needs a little more Ani. These women all need to fucking listen to Ani. <laughs> I'd like to get Ani on The Bachelor. That would be great. Oh, that would be the amazing. <laughs> Just, yeah. Wow. I support this crossover. Um, but we have a lot to talk about, so let's just dive right in because they're like, I don't even know what happened, but we're going to try to walk ourselves through. So ABC had promised that they would cut in with Iowa updates. Mm -hmm. There were no Iowa updates, no. so we didn't get that, but we did get a little bit of, you know, George Stephanopoulos at the, the beginning, yes. really setting the scene it's for us. the scene for the whole entire yeah. episode. They were like, it's just like... Pilot Pete up in here. <laughs> it's uh, time to caucus. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the more contentious race is the race to be a pilot wife. Right. And frankly, a more organized race. Yeah. <laughs> like we had two rose ceremonies. It was clear there were winners. There were losers. People bowed out. 
It's unbelievable. We got some one-on-one dates. We yeah. got some group dates. We got some results. Like, I would never think, like, you know, The Bachelor really has it together in a way that the Democratic Party does not. But here we are. Um, so they're still bitching about Alea. Remember, Alea was still there at the beginning of this episode. Mm. That's how to- far we've come. I totally forgot you were still in the game. Same until I just looked at my notes. <laughs> yes, it started off with Alea. Uh, and they were still in Cleveland, you know, good old Cleveland. Still in Cleveland, still bickering, still angry. McKenna uh, is still very angry, McKenna's still pissed. upset. Sydney's pissed. Everyone's, you pissed. know, just uh, thinks. Uh, Natasha has a great line. She says, Alea made her bed and now she needs to Alea in it. With <laughs> so good. I mean,. I Just don't think Peter wanted to, to send. I don't think he even was ready to send her home. I think the women were going to literally light him on fire if he didn't. <laughs> yeah, it was a full mutiny. <laughs> it was a mutiny. It was a coup. I think, honestly, they so Peter and Alea have a conversation where he's basically like, I think you're a good person, but this is too much. And I think she agreed. I think she would have sent herself home had she he, was terrified had he not. of the women too i don't know why she wanted to even be there i, I don't think she like, did i'm done cool thank you thank you for sending me back home yeah. she left with her eyeballs intact good for her <laughs> yeah she was probably like get me the fuck yeah. out is of this, this social experiment is this pilot worth it is pilot wife worth <laughs> like, it is this mediocre white man worth losing my life there are limb. many pilots in the air <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> go find another one <laughs> But, you know, so she's she is gone um, and Pete is ready to move on because he was just following his heart and recognized that his heart took him to some rough places. Yeah, Uh, because, you know, his heart doesn't know what it's doing. (laughs) He shouldn't follow his heart from here on out. Very confused. He's a confused heart. heart. Yeah, (laughs) he's like looking at all of these good hearts in the chests of these women. I mean, sorry, these beautiful hearts in the chests of these good women. And and the chests. Yeah, and he, and the chests themselves. Also very good. Very good. And his own heart needs some examining, Yeah, is he, what I think. He's looking sadder and sadder. Uh, I wish he would just work more from the brain, less from the heart. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Good call. <laughs> we need some more Pilot Pete brain power happening. Come on, Pete. I just, wanna, I just want to point out that the, 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 the uh, giant bandage he had on his head throughout the entire episode. We will from, get there. Okay, sorry. We will, we I jumped not, the gun. I, I, I can't wait to We're talk about it. We're still in Cleveland. Okay, right, right. We're in Cleveland. <laughs> but sorry. But again, not good for brain activity. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he says he doesn't want to come off wishy-washy. Uh, too bad, Peter. Too late. You're you, you extremely are wishy-washy. Extremely wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, he I think, sensed that uh, Natasha was not happy with him. As the only 30-something in the house <laughs> and a woman who has dated in New York, she's not here to fucking waste time. No. She's very self-possessed. Yeah, and I like her a lot. Uh, yeah, he sits down with her and he says, I'm surprised you haven't left me yet. She's like, sir, me I'm too. very close. <laughs> you should be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've thought about it many times. She's like, everyone has. We're all about to fucking quit this show. <laughs> You're lucky we signed contracts. And Peter is like, you know, I'm going to go on my apology tour. I deserve to be called out. So he makes up with Tammy. He hears her out. He makes up with Victoria P. He makes up with Deandra. Like, he's really just, like, doing the rounds. Takes a selfie with Hannah Ann, which we know is her. Essentially, I mean, if you take a selfie with Hannah Ann, you get on her Instagram, like. You're done. That's huge. That's That's your ticket to paradise. (laughs) She's also bringing back digital cameras. Like, I was very impressed. Yeah, well, I guess they can't. They can't have their phones. phones. Yeah. Yeah. 
She will and not be. Lo-fi. She will not be denied a selfie <laughs> exactly. in the bachelor mansion. She's like, I don't need Wi-Fi, <laughs> but, but give me that. Give me that little like mini Polaroid that uh, they sell at Urban Outfitters. I'll hire someone to come in and sketch me if I have to. <laughs> Uh, he, he sits down with McKenna, too, who's, you know, dancing again. Just more dancing for Peter. There's a convertible that they found in Cleveland to to mirror Lexi's yeah, entrance. That's all that matters for Lexi is just being in a red Corvette. <laughs> and then, you know, blessedly, we get to the first rose ceremony. And Chris Harrison pulls Pete aside to chat. Tammy's like, I'm going to set this entire city of Cleveland on fire if I do not get a rose. And this at this point, I was like, very on board with Tammy. Oh yeah. yeah. Poor Tammy had a real rough downfall this yeah. this Ooh, three hours. The arc. But when you it, track it, that it whole episode, arc. going back to that comment, oh yeah, you sure burned shit down. You did. You burned <laughs> it was foreshadowing. your relationship with literally everyone, everyone on this show to the ground. And possibly the American public. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Unfortunately. Because I really liked I was rooting for you, Tammy. Yes. She was funny Ugh. and cool. But at I, this point she's still funny and cool. Yeah. Right. So so they get to the rose ceremony. Um, everyone just wants to to move forward. They're like, let's move on from Alea. And Pete's like, look, I'm not perfect. But my wife, she's out there. <laughs> it's just been tough. And he's like, guys, thank you for all of your truth, all the many various truths that you feel <laughs> in your heart. Your version of your truth, version whatever of truth, that may be. I appreciate it. I can't discern the difference, <laughs> but I'm thankful. And then we get to the roses. And they go to Madison, Sydney, Natasha, Lexi, Hannah Ann, Sheehan, McKenna, Victoria P., Kelly, and Tammy. And Victoria F. and Kelsey already have roses from yes. previous dates. So that means we are saying goodbye to Deandra, Kiera, and Savannah. Uh, really getting down to the wire with the women of color. They're dropping like flies. Yep. Unfortunate. That was hard to see. It was it, you hate you truly you, you hate truly, to see truly it. hate to see it. <laughs> like, did you see uh, the SNL pilot hunk? <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> really spot on. They they had a line that was like, "We're gonna just I'm here to deep kiss all the white girls and like playfully high five the black girls." Oh my god, it's so true. <laughs> it's, it's cringy. It's bad. It's really bad. It's bad. <sighs> but. You know, it's time to uh, international travel. Yeah, lush jungles, the ocean, volcanoes, majestic waterfalls. I don't know what Peter was pitching, he's but he like, was pitching Costa Rica. <laughs> he's Costa really Rica. pitching the waterfalls. He keeps being, he's like, at one point he calls the waterfalls lush, which yeah. is not <laughs> a descriptor. Everything was lush. Lush usually, jungles, lush ocean. Like, can water be lush? The, the very wet waterfalls. <laughs> I, I'm like, They're super lush. The lush waterfall. I'm just going to start describing everything as lush. Like the l- I support that. The lush bed sheets just that I have few tumbled into. Likes, you know? yeah. uh, but they're going to Costa Rica. And when the women arrive in Costa Rica, you know, they do their traditional hola, Costa Rica, just yeah. to, you know, a nod to the culture there. Yeah, of course. Because they're trying to assimilate. Right. If we know one thing about the Bachelor franchise, it's like... They're perfect at assimilation. They're really sensitive. Extremely to respectful. other cultures. Of other cultures. Yeah. It's just the thing that stands out most to me about the franchise. 
they blend in anywhere they go. Yeah. You know, just That's the, the, tra- the traditional <laughs> 25 blonde women screaming a man's name from a balcony. One with the Costa Rican. Exactly. Yeah. In front of the lush volcano. <laughs> and lush waterfall. <laughs> So many I thought it was things. Planet Earth at first, though, for real. Some it of those shots. Real, it looks real gorgeous. Yeah, it looked I, great. That is a pretty great first international location. The, the villa ba- looks, like, incredible. The Bachelor has a I'm sick jealous. budget. I mean, they had to bounce back from Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, they always do one sort of lame domestic place. But, like, I feel like on The Bachelorette, they go to, like, three sort of mid-tier American cities before yeah. they go to the Bahamas. Yeah. Right. Right. Except Caitlin Bristow, who just spent her whole season she, in Ireland. Poor girl. She had to stay in Ireland for a whole month. <laughs> the ones that get cold countries are like, come on. Our budget was low, so we're just going to stay in one place <laughs> for the whole season. was season. kind of cool. Wasn't he? Was he in, like, Lapland or something? And they got to go... Um, they got to go sledding with dogs. I was oh, like, yeah. That, yeah, was cool. that's cool. That was that's cool. cool. Yeah. But they go to, like... It's like if you want to take me to the like the Alps, I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. no, but for Laura you, Laura and be I were like actually recently, Antarctica. recently in the Alps. We were, we and were. it was beautiful. Were we? Yes, the Italian Alps. The Italian we Alps. Were. You're like, where were we? Like, what, when was <laughs> yeah, that? It was, Can't even remember what I did last weekend. You sound like Kelly. She's exhausted from traveling. She let us know. <laughs> I'm tired. I am tired of I traveling. To, I relate to Kelly. <laughs> oh, we'll She's get like, to Kelly. Kelly is my gal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Kelly and Natasha. I'm basically after this episode on board with. On board with two of the women and okay with maybe five. Yeah. Hmm. I'm okay with, yeah, maybe, maybe one. Maybe two. <laughs> two or like three. Ma- like Madison, I'm okay with. Mm. Yeah. She's fine. She's, she's fine. unobjectionable. She's there. She's there. Exactly. She's there and I don't want to like. She's inoffensive. Exactly. Yeah. Well, like, that's what I mean. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with her. So Pete is out here just gazing lovingly, wistfully off the yeah. edge of his private infinity pool, as but, you do. And this is right before the next tragedy. time we see him. Yeah. Th- this seems to be B-roll footage before the women have arrived yeah, because yes. he has not had the incident. The Puma yet. attack. Mm. Uh, and so the women arrive, they meet up with Peter, and he just has a very visible mangled face. Yeah. <laughs> just a nice big bandage right on that forehead. Right on the noggin. Some Harry Potter vibes, maybe some you vibes. Uh, Harry Potter had a much, a much more aesthetically pleasing scar. Unclear if this is self-inflicted from the Alea situation or that he actually had an accident. Yeah, and so he starts. They're like, "What the fuck happened to your face?" Yeah. Which is a normal question to ask. I'm and out. He, I'm out. All these he girls really like, like earnestly starts fucking with them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But half of them probably believed it for the they whole They believed story. him for way yeah, too yeah. long. Frankly, I did too. I'm not going to lie. I was like, <laughs> I'm a, like puma. a puma. Yeah. Finally, this show gets interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A puma with a whole camera crew yeah. that just like wandered up. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we did run into a, we've run into a bears. few bears hiking and they I were fearless. I thought you were going to say a puma. Upstairs. No, I wish. I wish. But over the summer, we would like cross paths with several brown bears. Boy. Yeah, black brown bear or the black, brown, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Bears bear. are scary. Yeah. Bears are scary. They, they were, were scary. They were kind of cute though. They were babies. But I'm just saying, animals get real. Just I was gonna say wild, which yeah. seems like an inappropriate. <laughs> what you mean to say is wildlife happens. Yeah, wildlife happens. That's what I meant. Yep. <laughs> uh, but they believed him about the puma. Laura believed him about the puma also. Very briefly. And then he's like, I'm lying. Yeah. And they all just start I laughing. didn't believe him because this was a story that had been widely reported oh. while filming was happening. Mm. And But I was glad we got really to the bottom of it. Because yeah. we had heard, like, he 
fell into a champagne glass. That is the story I had heard, which I was like, was he just very drunk? Was someone, did he trip into a tray? Mm -hmm. It's even better than that. (laughs) It turns out that he was carrying a glass of a drink, had, had one sip of it, which is just a cruelty. Yeah. Went to get into a golf cart, is so ungainly that he smashed his head into the golf cart, went to, like, check on his head with the hand that the glass was in and just smashed it into his own head as well as the top of the like golf cart. Like stabbed himself Stabbed in himself the in the head. Who among us has not done this? I mean, honestly, honestly it was the, the most I've liked Peter. It's the most I've ever related to him, yeah. for sure. Poor you guy. as a fellow, like, long-limbed person. I'm gangly. I got the long arms, the long legs. I have smashed glasses into my face more times than I can count. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, he was. I saw him on social media being like, I wasn't even drunk. Like, I just was clumsy. Nope. Yeah. And the only and footage we him. get is the camera footage from the hotel, which actually makes it so much better. Yeah, because it's like a, <laughs> a seedy reenactment. But for real. real. <laughs> I was like, I need this. This is like to catch a predator, yeah. but like no predator is just a really like a 27-year-old who doesn't know how to like control his limbs. suspect at large. But yeah. I was very surprised the producers or the crew wasn't following him at all minutes to capture that happen in real time. Well, I guess he was just literally like they were on a break day because yeah. like, the I'm women were traveling. Yeah. He'd probably been there for a few hours. He's jet lagged, trying to go like enjoy the property. Yeah. yeah. And he ends up in the hospital with 22 stitches. Oh, poor guy. We didn't get any hospital footage either. I'm sure there's some. There's got to be something. We got Hannah B. All in the hospital. All we needed was that documentarian style uh, <laughs> camera, footage. camera footage, like security cam footage. Like bring more of that. Definitely. Like this was this worked. I want to see the unstaged moments. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, that's all I keep thinking. I'm like, they keep doing these little things that are really working. And then those great moments are subsumed by these inane fights that last for two and a half hours. His injury was like two minutes. That's it. That's all we got. The best part of the giant uh, bandage on his face was just the absurdity it cast over all the very dramatic conversations he had with it on (laughs) his face. And the making out in front of the waterfall and the tears. And he's just sitting there with this self-imposed wound. Gaping wound. Gaping wound (laughs) from a golf cart incident. That's when Sydney like bumped it and he was like, oh, Oh. She's so good. She's like, you're you're shaking. Are you okay? He's like, no, I'm not. Like, no, okay. I've recently been in the hospital undergoing like, surgery. Yeah, not poor guy surgery, too. Stitches. You know, you never want to do a photo shoot with a bandage on your head like that. Oh man, he's in Cosmo with a full head wound. You know that. Honestly, the, that's the most I've enjoyed, Pete. Like, yeah. agreed. It's it was relatable. A he's a really good sport about it. Um, and so after this whole reenactment recounting of this injury, we get the first one-on-one. Sydney is whisked away in a helicopter, and Kelsey starts getting really upset, which yeah. is— Oh, it just starts. Oh. Which continues—this this small sort of—not that notable— Upset continues the entire rest of the episode. The one line, I I didn't take notes uh, from this episode. The one line I felt compelled to write down was when Kelsey was was crying and talking about Sydney while Sydney was on her one-on-one. And Kelsey said, Greatest line. I really like her. She's super cool, but she's a dramatic fucking bitch. (laughs) 
Kelsey has chaotic energy. It's just, it's and a lot. it makes pretty good TV. <laughs> Is it like chaotic neutral? I think it might chaotic be chaotic, chaotic evil. evil. I think it's <laughs> chaotic evil. Yeah. Kelsey is interesting. No, you know what? Kelsey actually oscillates back and forth between chaotic evil and chaotic good. That's yeah. why it's very right. confusing. True. Just like, where do you land? Like, I don't even know where you come yeah. from. It's She's... just incredible to watch Kelsey call someone else dramatic after she had an existential crisis meltdown for four days over a champagne bottle. Yeah, yeah. It's rough. Yeah. And I mean, also, it though, seems over like that she's champagne just... bottle, she seems to be over all of that because her and Hannah Ann were very close this episode having heart to heart. Yeah, they rebounded. They squashed yeah. that yeah. beef, which, fair enough. Because You're Hannah Ann is someone. not a champagne stealer. No. no I am not a champagne she's stealer. She's proved it. She has not stolen any more champagne. True. Uh, but meanwhile, Pete and Sydney are having a pretty good date. They go on this helicopter ride. It honestly, it does look completely stunning. I would mm-hmm. like to go to Costa Rica. Uh, and then they land, and Pete carries Sydney on his back over to a beautiful picnic. And he's like, this girl, she's mysterious. <laughs> know why she's mysterious, Pete? Because she's not white. She's not yeah. white, and you've hardly spoken to her. Yeah. 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 It creates an era of mystery, generally, when you don't know someone at all. Exactly. I don't know the person I'm dating. They are a big a complete question, mystery. a big question, question mark. mark. Yeah, I'm like, it's so weird, Cindy. Have you ever been told you're real mysterious by men who have had two to four conversations with you? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? Yes. I'm like, yeah, This uh, you are a woman of color growing up in a very white Alabama town. So mm-hmm. I'm honestly not surprised. But yes, they do talk about their backgrounds. Um, and Peter, of course, has to throw in that, you know, you're biracial. I'm German and Cuban. So yeah. Which he is. That he is. He yes. is. And clearly his mother's Cuban heritage is really important to his family. He speaks quite a bit of Spanish. His Spanish sounds great. Yeah, yeah it does sound pretty good. good. It seems to be, he seems to at least understand very well. Um, Which I don't think she did understand no. him. She no, said she no. must. She was like, yeah. And then yeah, and he she spoke did. Spanish and she, <laughs> she kissed him. She, she did say, I speak very a little. little. I speak yeah, yeah. a little. You know, sure. Her, she said her mother is white blonde her father is afro-dominican but she also didn't really have a relationship with her father right, yeah so it's not as though she's seems to have spent a lot of time with like her dominican family right mm-hmm. um yeah i think she said she was four years old uh when he left and she said she's, she's seen by her mother she's seen her father five times in her life yeah, so like exactly. that's not super significant yeah. but she does talk about uh, about her childhood um it does you know, that sounds really, really difficult being mixed race in Alabama. She felt like she had a target on her back, which, again, not not a leap to imagine. Yeah. Not surprising at all. No. And she calls, you know, high school the worst years of her life. She said she got called an Oreo. She didn't um, get to go to prom. She says she didn't go to prom or homecoming, which we will yeah. discuss for in a minute. Um, and she says, you know, she ate lunch in the bathroom stall senior year. She she chokes up. And, like, I'm, again, I want to be clear. Like, I'm not questioning that she clearly has experienced some really traumatic racism and yeah. bullying. Oh, yeah. And it makes a, it's not surprising. Yeah. It frustrated me that Pete's response was, he seemed to be really surprised by this. He was mm. like, wow, I'm just, it makes me so angry that that kind of stuff still goes on. I'm like, racism? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, too, am angry that racism still exists, but it's not, like, it's not a surprise. Right. No. And he's just I like, I'm Pete so sorry I think discovered racism yeah. last night is yeah. what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. 
He did seem a little bit oblivious to to realities outside of his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, you know, it's it it is a tough position to be on TV and having to, and react, having to react to that conversation in the right way. Absolutely, you know, like I, you, it, he's not going to be like, yeah, sounds about right for Alabama. You <laughs> yeah. know, like yeah, what's yeah. he going to say? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's no. tough. That's I, tough. No, 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 it, it is tough. I think that. You're you're right. I should give him more credit for there's not really a great way to respond to that, especially yeah. and we've talked about this before, especially when these disclosures are always happening when he doesn't even know these women that well. They don't know him that well. So it's sort of like And he doesn't have time to prepare what he's gonna say in response to that. Yeah. yeah. It's like right. it's like their first dates over and over again. He's just and getting they cut to know it them. down. I mean, yeah. normally you'd be like I'm so like, wow, that sounds like a lot. Like, let's dig into like, tell yeah. me more about that. I want to hear more about that. Like, yeah. But they sort of default to a few tropes like bachelors tend to. It's not just Pete, you know. Yeah. Wow, that made you so strong. That racism made you yeah, right. so strong. I'm amazed and I, by your I can see why you are the way you are. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for opening up to me. Thank you for opening up to me about the racism. Yeah. Like, yeah. It just it feels it feels very formulaic. weird and formulaic. I can't totally blame him because he's within the structure of this show. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think it just shows why this show kind of still struggles to... Like, I think it's good that they are featuring conversations that address the realities. It's just not the best forum to dig into the the nuances of racial injustice. Exactly. So I don't know know what the answer is. But, you know, that's why we pick apart this show because it gives us kind of an alleyway into into being able to dig into um, right. some of these things, even if The Bachelor does it extremely inartfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll also say that there has been some stuff floating around Twitter um, where some people who went to high school with Sydney were posting some screenshots from her yearbook. Yeah. And again, I want to preface this with saying this does not mean that she did not experience racism. I'm not questioning that mm. experience of hers. Yeah. But she did say, like, I didn't go to homecoming. It seemed I like she did. on my back. Yeah. They are tweeting photos of her, like, literally in, like, prom and homecoming court. Yes. She's the top beauty of her class one year. Like, all over the yearbook, getting awards for being beautiful and popular. Wearing crowns. Like, many crowns. Interesting. So, So like, hmm. So, it just makes... Mm-hmm. It just makes you wonder. Raises it's all, questions. It raises yes. questions. We don't have answers. I'm not discounting yeah. her experience as a woman of color in Alabama. Um, but it does raise questions. But perhaps, yeah. Perhaps she fibbed a few of these Perhaps she uh, exaggerated the extent to which right. she was totally isolated and yeah. no one affirmed her yeah. ever in high school. Yeah. Maybe there were one or two years where she didn't go to homecoming and then she figured it out and yeah. made some friends. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And became the We'll give her the top the queen. Of the, the top <laughs> beauty. Literally the top beauty, which also I'm like, I'm very upset that a high school has a has top a beauty. Yeah. A top beauty Yikes. contest in like twenty thirteen. Yeah. Ooh. Ugh. Gross. That makes everybody feel good. It's real yeah. gross. Wait, she was in high school in twenty thirteen. She's very young. She's yes. twenty four. She's twenty four. Ooh, okay. Very young. Mm-hmm. She right. and also something that they have not addressed is that she and Hannah Brown, same age, went to the same high school. Yeah, same town. Yeah. Oh, so they were in the same class. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Which is odd that it's never been brought up. Yeah. There have been rumblings about various. Thing, but I, I haven't been able to confirm any of them, so I don't even. Yeah, you we know gotta what? Get, I'm not We just got to talk to Hannah B about yeah. it if she ever yeah. talks about it. Uh, but then they go straight to the jacuzzi. Lots of jacuzzi time. This actually reminded me a little bit of Hannah B and Peter in the sauna. Yeah. You know what? Peter <laughs> mm-hmm. likes to just get into He's it. He's a and sexual I, man. And, and yeah. I appreciate he that. He is a passionate sexual man. Yep. 
look, you're dating these people. you got to figure out if there's physical chemistry. I respect it. They're hot. You're hot. Yeah, yeah. they are. Yeah, Sydney is fucking uh, stunning. Yeah. Very hot. He told her she's the best kisser, too, and mm. she seemed surprised. I thought that was a bold statement to <laughs> yeah. make this early. I'm like, what? What if you don't end up with her? Right. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking that last night. Like whoever he end up with, it, whoever he ended up with, if it's not Sydney, is, is like watching well, that, you, being like wanting yeah. to punch him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Soft yeah. lips. That's fuck painful. You. Yeah, that's real painful. <laughs> but yeah, their physical chemistry is uh, on fire. And Peter is like, after this stripping down and making out in a waterfall, all I know is that we both have huge hearts. Yep. Mm. And we have so much love to give. So much love to give. They With have a lot of charts. physical chemistry. They look great. You know, good for them. She gets the rose. Hooray. Sydney lives to see another day. Mm-hmm. Back at the house. <laughs> Kelsey's still breaking down. She's, Kelsey is really, yeah. really freaking out, which it's it's hard to talk about this because I kept bouncing back and forth how I felt about any one of these women. Mm-hmm. And the edit Kelsey is getting, is I feel like they're only airing footage of her crying to like... In- increase this idea that she is sort of unhinged. Yeah. Yeah. I also but, want to say, as someone who cries constantly, same. I'm always sensitive right. to women being shamed for crying. Exactly. Yeah. I also think there is sort of a dynamic happening here where, like, as a white blonde woman, Kelsey's Kelsey is allowed to express those emotions and have them take up quite a bit of space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, as a white woman, I have that privilege, too. Um, and I think that women of color... Especially on this show, do not have that space. Yeah, and so I understand why there would be frustration, why there would be a lot of like annoyance among yeah. women about someone who f- is not really. You know, we see Tammy kind of trying to comfort Kelsey and say like, "Hey, this is really hard for everyone. This is has an end time," and Kelsey just like will not, cannot really see outside of herself. Right. So the annoyance makes sense. Yes. Totally. Uh, I think the response to that annoyance she shouldn't have brought it bad. to Peter, right? Yeah. And we'll so we'll get there, but first a group card. Uh, we'll get there, but first a group date card arrives. Yes, and it goes to Sheehan, Kelsey, Victoria F, Madison, Natasha, Victoria P, Lexi, Hannah Ann, Tammy, and McKenna. That is a big group. Uh, and let's let's capture our love today. And here we go. We're going to this uh, great Cosmo photo shoot because, again, this is the season of influencers. <laughs> How can we propel leaning these in. girls to be uh, bigger social media stars? Let's give them a Cosmo photo spread. You know what? I respect it. Then Kelly <laughs> is left to get the one-on-one. And, man, do I love Kelly. Oh, okay. she's great. I want to hang with Kelly. Mm-hmm. She says to the camera, which is bold because usually women who aren't sure how they feel about The Bachelor don't really admit it because you know it will probably be edited. You won't necessarily come off that well. Kelly's just looks at the camera and is like, I don't really know what's going to happen on this date because like, I don't have some sob story I need to get off my chest that will make him understand me better. Right. And I loved that. Because yeah. it's so true. Well, and, and it's not the fault, of course, of these women who have experienced things that they want to share with him. But it becomes this formula where it's like, you got a date, you got to tell him your darkest secret. Perform. Because now is the only time you have to perform that, like, depth, hey, perform yeah. that um, interest in him. And Kelly is kind of worried that she doesn't have anything to perform. Yeah. yeah. And she's skeptical of the process, which I would be, too. Like, I would also hide in a corner and try yeah. to just, like... 
I don't think I'd do it successfully because I'd be crying all the time, but I <laughs> would aspire to be Kelly. But also just imagine being in this season and being someone like Kelly. Like, it's got to be just exhausting. Like, it, it's nonstop. Oh it's been nonstop. And she for all is these clearly girls. different from, from the other women, yeah. and she sees that, and she's trying to just, like, ride the ride without yeah. making any waves. Yeah. yeah. At this point, she doesn't seem too into it. No, so we're we're like, okay, we're going to get back to that one-on-one later. Um, this is when we get that Tammy chat with Kelsey, and Kelsey's like, there's never going to be an end to this. This is also where she says that iconic line about Sydney, Just very chaotic energy. Yeah. And Tammy looks at the camera and is like, I didn't even cry this much when my grandpa died. <laughs> oh, God. Which but again, again, we were point, still that was into funny. Tammy at that this was point. Funny. I again, if you're just if you're just shading someone a little bit to the camera, like that's that's funny. Yeah, yeah, like I don't mind when people poke fun at me when I cry. Fine, that was a dramatic thing. I was crying about whatever. Yeah. Also, like again, you're living in close quarters with people. You don't have the same way of expressing your emotions. You're gonna get right. annoyed. Yeah. yeah. These women, as a whole, don't seem to be able to separate annoyance from like belief that a woman has no right to be in the house you know it felt mm-hmm. like the same thing with Alea, where it's like well i don't like Alea, so therefore she's fake and a bad person yeah. rather mm-hmm. than just maybe you're just annoyed by her because you don't find her a pleasant or interesting person to be around right. yeah. that doesn't mean you need to warn peter about her yeah. right just like you don't have to like everyone yeah. yeah and tammy this is where she starts to kind of take a turn She's like, I'm a tough bitch. I wouldn't sit here and mope around about imaginary problems. Kelsey would go home right now if Peter saw how crazy she was. Mm. The C word. I don't yeah. like when women call other women crazy. We don't and use it the C word. A lot. We do not use that C word. We don't use the other C word. Men use it enough on us. We don't have to use it exactly. on each other. That's, that's exactly. exactly like right. I And I don't think that someone responding in an emotional way to a really crazy locked box situation which is designed that, right, to designed draw out to, tears and emotions. Yeah. Like, and I, she was just on a one-on-one. Like, she just has all these new emotions that she didn't have for Peter. And now she's watching someone else go on a one-on-one. Like, you can understand it. And then being also, in this house And being these a women. little drunk, which yeah. also, these women are being supplied with alcohol. Yeah. yeah. That is part of this. And they're they're not doing anything else. They don't have phones. They, like, There's don't have literally to nothing to do except drink. Think, drink <laughs> talk shit, and think about how... Much you, you like either Peter. are or are not going to be with Peter. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So we get to the group date. Um, all of those women that Lee <laughs> read off their names, we don't need to do it again. Go, and they are all dolled up, and they're in the jungle, and they're like, "What are we doing? I hope we're n- we don't have to bruise ourselves again." <laughs> I hope for their sake yeah. too. Peter <laughs> comes out and he's like, "Don't worry." This is not a physical challenge. (laughs) Like, they must have all breathed a sigh of relief. Some of them were, you know, out here wearing, like, platforms. So (laughs) I'm sure they were relieved. But it turns out that the Cosmopolitan editor-in-chief, Jessica Pels, and Tyler Joe, photographer, are there to do a fashion shoot for Cosmo, which is actually pretty cool. Extremely cool. I would love that. Yeah, they get to pick out, they get to style themselves, pick out their own bathing suits. Uh, they With all Peter's help, looked, of course. <laughs> well, why would you want to put on a bathing suit if not for the sake of a man? Yeah, exactly. The male gaze. Yeah. yeah every time. I mean, that's what I do. I like, and don't or, pick the I, one you like. Pick the one. Yeah, he I likes. order a swimsuit, and I'm like, who gives a fuck if I'm comfortable in this? Yeah. Let me pull a random man. So some of those swimsuits looked like they had wild tan line situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you wouldn't as wear an aside. those on the beach. I mean, I have really been. 
massive triangles down your torso situation. A lot of cutouts. This is like I always am confused by like all of these women go on like Revolve and Boohoo like branded trips and they're always wearing these swimsuits that have like wild tiny strings crisscrossed across their whole body but then also like one tiny strip over their entire labia and I'm like what like yeah. no how is this a de- what how is this design I mean, also take is a that nap comfortable <laughs> no. no it's not it's not even if you have not one ounce of body fat on you that is not you don't need like one single string up your labia yeah. like that's not comfortable <laughs> Labia floss. <laughs> Labia floss. <laughs> Three times a day. Oh, God. <laughs> Labia floss is the new deep thing. <laughs> Both are bad. Don't do it. Um, Hashtag ad. Yeah. And then we get a little clip, which annoyed me, Victoria F. Being like, I wish I like didn't eat yesterday. Yeah, which... I should have eaten everything I had yesterday. Why? I'm like, no, you honestly, you should feed yourself. Yeah, just it's... eat whatever that. And F also, you want. they're all yeah. extremely thin. There is no body diversity on this show. Mm-mm. Very, very Ever. little. Yeah. I mean... Body diversity within a very small range of thinness. <laughs> right. Of conventionally attractive. Yeah, conventionally attractive. A small range. Thinness. Yeah, very small range. And they learn, these women learn, Jess Pels will be selecting someone to be on the digital cover mm. of Cosmo with Peter. All the women want to win this one. Oh, yeah, they like, want it. So we get, they do start doing a photo shoot. I was a little unclear how these pairings were, right? yeah. were set up. Lexi and Natasha went looked together. Which, so they looked good. amazing. Oh, I was like, my they were hot. New amazing. York City gals. Yeah. Honestly, you don't. You probably aren't going to end up with Peter. Better to have like a sick ass photo of yourself with another woman. Yeah. And oh, not with Peter. Yeah. They look gorgeous. Oh, and apparently, so Natasha good. just found a random fern on the ground and stuck it in her hair, and it looked I like the coolest that. accessory yeah. I've ever seen. She looked amazing. They looked. They amazing. both looked so good. Yeah. Also, both of their swimsuit choices were very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They killed I, it. Ver- I mean, they New should York. be on the digital New cover. New yeah. York. Also, it was like, grab that, put that on your Instagram, right? put that on your like Raya profile. <laughs> Seriously. Petition to get Busted Peter off the digital cover and <laughs> Natasha yeah. and Lexi on. Yeah. Shannon Madison also go and look fantastic True. together. They mm-hmm. These were the photos I loved. And then we get a few goofy ones of various groups of women with Peter. And of course, Hannah Ann grabs him to make out. In f- yeah. Directly in front of all the other women. Victoria F. does, Victoria the, same F. does thing. the same thing. It's like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. I'm over it. And I would be annoyed too because I would never be the one to do that. Though. No. I would be Tammy making the like awkward face in yeah, front. Yeah, in the front. And then I would be McKenna and go cry. Like, I would be both <laughs> of them. I would be just like planking in the in the yeah. in the lush waterfall. Yeah, I would just be hanging out with Natasha and Lexi, just like <laughs> doing like ferns. cannonballs. Yeah. Uh, and then. Jess announces the winner, mm-hmm. and it goes to Victoria F. So this is where we got to give a little aside and context on what happened. Because as some people noticed last night, there was no no cover of Victoria F. and Peter. You know, they do a photo, a sexy photo shoot, the two of them. And my first thought when I saw this happen, I was like, oh, man, they picked the White Lives Matter mm-hmm. girl for the cover. This is like a terrible... PR situation, uh, unbeknownst, like PR situation yeah. for Cosmo. Oh yeah, and like, then you start. You immediately jump to reporting though, Emma. Last night, <laughs> man, when we were taking notes and on Twitter, Emma just jumped. She's just like, "This can't happen. Like, this is a White Lives Matter model. Like, they're gonna take. They're not gonna run this cover." And she was correct. And, and she was, was correct. correct. So Jessica Pels um, released a statement that was published last night, and she did not mince words. You know, she says, 
It wasn't until a few weeks ago that I found out that the woman I'd chosen had in her past modeled in an ad campaign wearing White Lives Matter attire. It's been reported that what she modeled for was actually a Marlin Lives Matter organization focused on preventing white and blue Marlin from being overfished. In my view, the nature of the organization is neither here nor there. Both phrases and the belief systems they represent are rooted in racism and therefore problematic. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Unequivocally, the White Lives Matter movement does not reflect the values of the Cosmo brand. We stand in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter and any cause that fights to end injustices for people of color. My team and I had many long discussions about how we wanted to address this issue. We had already printed the fashion shoot in our March issue, complete with an inset of the cover. And of course, the episode had already been filmed. Ultimately, what felt right was choosing not to publish the digital cover on our website or social feeds and simply being with, honest with you, the audience we respect, about what happened and where we stand. Mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, great statement. Great, great like, statement. Good for well Cosmo. Done. Good for not backing down on your values. Mm-hmm. I mean, did Victoria respond? No, no and, she AB- really... and ABC has not acknowledged this at all, which okay. is, again, par for the course Classic, for of yeah. course. Very yeah. classic. But I kind of love this because of the fact that another news organization was involved and did respond. This is now fair game to be talked about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is out there in the public record. Mm-hmm. And I do hope that perhaps uh, this forces The Bachelor to address that. Yeah. yeah. Because I think it's, it is pretty egregious whether or not Victoria was just doing something incredibly ignorant. Like, that level of ignorance is not acceptable. Yeah. And that is still racism. Yeah. Like, that level of... If you don't understand the seriousness of police brutality, of uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, then, like, that in itself is ignorance and racism. Yeah. And so I'm really glad to see that they address that. We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we have a whole lot more of this Tammy Kelsey mess. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. 
Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI 50 and use code LTSI 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI 50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article, that lovely chair out on my deck, article, our big console, article, I'm my bed frame, article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. And now back to the show. Uh, we get to the night portion of the date. And of course, none of this has happened in the world of the the date. And Hannah Ann is like, I'm getting this group date rose mm. because I have my group rose ring on, which I didn't know was a thing. Yeah, me neither. It's like it's like when the Jonas Brothers wore their chastity rings. Apparently, there's <laughs> yeah. a group rose ring. <laughs> this is also when we get another really frustrating moment from Victoria F. She pulls, you know, Peter pulls her aside. Oh, and he's like, he's I like, you know, it. I know it was your birthday. I was gonna wish you happy birthday. Did tonight. he know though? I don't know. If I don't remember. know. She, well, she <laughs> sort of alluded to it, and then he was like, I did know. So he must have known because yeah. she didn't actually say it. And she's like, I'm 26. And really depressing and And then peter's like well i'm 28 and i'm a grandfather and i was like fuck you all this is when i was just like really uh that's when i finished my bottle of wine (laughs) and opened the next one (laughs) i was just like guys do we really have to do this like 26 is now now an age we're fearing yeah well in bachelor world it's like 60 yeah Yeah. it's true i guess you're like already (laughs) basically a cougar at 26 that's when you start to get special benefits (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yeah, when you're when you're in your theater 30s, tickets and stuff, discounted. Yeah, they like send you your AARP <laughs> car, and they're like, Welcome. discounted Broadway tickets, discounted flight to paradise. <laughs> like, oh man, I was just like, wow, do we really? No. Yeah, as thirty okay. somethings, it didn't make us yeah, feel it didn't too make good us about feel ourselves. Great. But but Hannah Ann and Peter chat. They seem to have a good vibe. Kelsey is not doing well watching Peter kiss other people. 
Um, she's really doubting herself. And meanwhile, Madison and Peter talk about how comfortable they feel, which I want more from them because yeah. clearly they have this really great relationship. They're the strongest couple in the game right and now. And yet like... the only thing we see for the past, really since that first date, is Madison and Peter telling each other about how great their relationship is. Or yeah. how great their first date was. Like, remember right. when we did that? <laughs> remember when we did remember that one date? And then, they, and then they, like, you know, touch noses and, yeah. like, stare at each other. And then it, it switches to someone yeah. else. Yeah. But they're not showing us enough of, like, how their relationship is even evolving. Like, they're just showing these moments where they, they're talking right. about Like, do they share date. a sense of humor? Exactly. Do they, like, Who knows? have Who deep conversations? No. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know anything about anybody. <laughs> Kelsey and Peter also have a good exchange where she she says, look, I know I wasn't myself today. This has been really hard for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I have feelings for you and it, like, really scares me, which, again, this all seems fine to me. Yeah. You know, like, she says she's falling in love with Peter, which, again, it's early, but not unheard of for halfway through. Yeah, and Peter says, says like, he's thought about her a lot, and there seems to be definitely a connection between them. Also, I think we should address that Peter is incredibly insecure, and all he wants is for these women to affirm him. To be obsessed with him. him. Yeah. Yeah, and so this is, like, this is an energy that he's welcoming. Yes. Yeah. So if the other women are annoyed by that, like, that is what Peter wants. Yeah. At least right now. Like we saw with Kelly, the only time he ever confronts them is when he seems to think there's doubts or they're doubting him. And that's the only time he ever gets, like, serious about the situation of finding a life partner. He's relieved that Kelsey is just unequivocally into him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Tammy, this is where I started to really lose step with Tammy. Mm. She talks to Peter and says, you know, Kelsey was drinking and drowning her sorrows. I mean, first she tells this to the other women. And clearly she's actually annoyed that Kelsey was crying about how hard it was for her without acknowledging that it's hard for all of them. Mm -hmm. But where she takes this is basically implying that Kelsey is emotionally unstable and is an alcoholic. Yes, and had a mental breakdown. She uses the words mental breakdown a bunch. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought that was really not that appropriate it first of all sort of like made light of mental health issues which is not cool a lot of mental health shaming yeah mm-hmm. and, and like addiction shaming yeah the pill popping thing are we not there yet the, we'll get there yeah. but we don't even see this happen but apparently there's also talk of whether kelsey's pill popping yeah. um which is just frustrating on so many levels and also like i understand why if you are actually concerned that someone has you know, a substance abuse problem, you would want to bring it to someone. But first of all, that should probably be brought to production. Right. Yeah. If that's an actual concern, you're concerned for someone's health mm-hmm. or safety. Um, that's not what happens. And this seems to imply, like, well, if Kelsey has a drinking problem, then she doesn't deserve love. Like, I don't yeah. understand what the... Right. What are you trying to prove here? Mm-hmm. Um, and Peter, of course, because this is what Peter does, he hears something, he goes right back to the other person yeah. to investigate... He's like, Kelsey, I heard you had a mental breakdown. It's just, it's so bad. I heard, like, quote, I heard you had a little bit of a mental breakdown. Like, what do you do as a woman in that situation when a man just says, I heard from another woman that you had a mental breakdown about me last night. Like, it it just was mortifying. It was just gross. And also, of course, the response is, I had emotions. Yeah. Yeah. 
And she admits, like, maybe I drank a little bit too much, too. Which, right. again, these but I was women emotional. are being supplied alcohol. Yeah. I also, and I took some flack from, for saying this last night because people were pointing out, like, this that's still a lot of booze, which I agree. But they are limited to only two drinks an hour. Only, of course, like, I would be tanked. I want to be very clear about mm-hmm. that. It, the, I'm not here saying you can't abuse alcohol if you're only having two drinks an hour. But the way that this story got spun it was conjuring up images of Kelsey like hoarding bottles of booze yeah. and like drinking by herself, sobbing into the bottle. And like that just actually is not possible because they limit their alcohol intake yeah. to an extent. Mm-hmm. Right. They're not um, handing her bottles. Yeah. Blood. It just felt like yeah. that was important to note. Not that they couldn't. And the only evidence that we've you know. seen people get too drunk on the show. We've seen dudes act like All complete idiots. Yeah. And I mean, the only Fight evidence other, they showed of Kelsey being drunk was like her crying a little bit. Like she wasn't stumbling. She didn't do anything weird. It was like she cried she a little bit. Slurring. Yeah. Right. She wasn't even slurring. So. And also, again, maybe she was a little drunk, but that doesn't seem disqualifying to me. Lots of people get drunk. Mm-hmm. And Kelsey points out, she's like, I really don't understand why I was even brought up. And Peter's like, well, can you, like, really handle this? Which is so condescending. Yeah. Like, it's not going to get easier. And she's like, yeah, I know. I'll Mm -hmm. let you know if I'm trying to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let her make that decision. Right. Pete just handles all of this so poorly. And... I'm not even, like, a massive Kelsey fan, but I thought she was in the right here. Yeah, yeah, she, I respected her when she said, look, I will not be, I will not apologize for having emotions. I will not be shamed for my emotions. And with with, with regard to the pill popping, I take Adderall and birth control. I loved Good that. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, so she goes back to the group and is like, who said I was emotionally unstable? No one owns up to it. So they get into this kind of annoying thing where it, the other women's an, annoyance at her some of it which seems earned you know Natasha brings up and she's like you're not the only one who hasn't had time with him a lot of us haven't even had one-on-ones and so it's like frustrating to see you again taking up that much space with your emotions Mm -hmm. um and Kelsey's like all this has kind of been blown out of proportion which I agree um and they get into this back and forth in which Natasha's like look this is not how I deal with my pain I deal with my pain by journaling yeah, or being with and herself. Victoria's, She's like, you should try that. And Victoria's like, yeah. you have to be a strong woman, which is also weird because what does that mean? But they're having this mismatched exchange because what Kelsey's actually upset about is that someone called her emotionally unstable. Yeah. Right. And no one who is speaking at this time has done that. Right. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, you're kind of annoying. Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, where Kelsey does lose me is that she says to them, like, I'm the only one being vulnerable. Yeah. I'm the only one crying. Like, I'm not going to be ashamed Again, of crying. Again, I am a crier. Yeah. I'm a big crier. That is how I... But not some just, people aren't. Not just show like, vulnerability, but yeah. anger, frustration. Yeah. Some people don't cry at exactly. all. Exactly. So these things, there's not one... One isn't better than the other. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think people should feel free to express their emotions however they want. In, in an ideal world, that would all be able to, like, be given space and you know, respected. Yeah. Right. But like you said before, it's like instead of just admitting that she's being annoying or they don't like her, they're like, oh, she's the villain. She needs to go or she needs to be out of here. Um, these women aren't like they're not being kind to each other. No. They're not trying to even understand each other at all. No. And then Tammy takes this to another level and is like, what? We're not being vulnerable because we don't cry for four hours a day. Like you're drinking yourself to death, yeah. which, again, is a pretty serious thing to say to someone. Um and Victoria is just like, everyone, get it together. Like, I'm over this drama. 
whatever. But this, whatever. I don't even know how to talk about this because this whole exchange is just so off the rails. Mm -hmm. Pete comes back and he gives Hannah and the rose. Of course, this does not help Kelsey. But I guess we just leave that till the cocktail party. Mm -hmm. Look, the women start attacking each other when they're insecure about their connection to Peter. The only reason that um, Tammy went to Peter to talk about Kelsey is because Tammy didn't have anything else to talk to Peter about and their connection was suffering and she was reaching. The ones like Madison and Hannah Ann who have actual strong connections with Peter don't don't feel the need to talk about other people. And this is something that happens every season. And I get that it's hard, but like these... Gals gotta learn. They yeah. never Do, learn. It never works. It goes badly every time yeah. for you. It's an own goal. Just don't do it. And if you guys are all arguing about like how much time you're each getting, then spend your time not talking about the right. other women. Like right. try to get to know them. It's just it's hard, yeah, but you that's what you have to do. Especially or don't though, go like, on the show because yeah, you would it's not know for you. you are self aware and know you would be terrible on it. Exactly. Right. Uh, so we go to Kelly's one on one date. Wow, this I loved this date. <laughs> This was like a highlight for me of the episode because no one was bickering. Yeah, yeah. it was actually, it felt like, oh my God, we're watching The Bachelor. A real date, yeah. yeah. And I also just love Kelly <laughs> so much. Yeah, she's funny. She's basically like, look, Peter is a guy who checks a lot of boxes. I still have to figure out if I'm into him yeah. and yeah, I how I feel it. about this. It was great. And I haven't had a lot of time to figure that out. And it was just felt really honest. Um, she's wearing some great striped slacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those style. striped pants, yeah. I was into them. And Peter is just ready to put Kelly on blast this whole date. He's yeah. like, we've plateaued. We've plateaued so many times. Plateau is used. I, too I many really times. need to see a lot from her. Like she, he is upset that she is not performing her interest to the level that he deserves. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, sir. So. <laughs> um, the thing that wasn't a highlight of this date for me was the, you know, annual cultural exploitation (laughs) of, you know, of a travel destination. So they do some sort of a cleansing ritual with a shaman. I can't imagine that this was represented in the most authentic way. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe it was. But I always sort of cringe when they do these kind of um, indigenous rituals as part of The Bachelor. Mm Mm-hmm. So my favorite part of this date is when the sh- is when the, the Kelly asks the shaman if they're on the same level, and the shaman says no, and Peter later tries to frame this as like you're not on my level, yeah. and and Kelly's like no bitch you're not on my you're level. Not on mine. <laughs> to be clear, you're trying to date a 22 year old who just will like. To be yes, clear, I am you. a lawyer. I am ready for marriage. Yeah. You are. You are the one who not. and rewarding drama. Yeah. Oh, I'm so She put good. him in his place. She put him in his place. She, I want to hang with Kelly. She is, she's I'm too good so for the show. Board. Very real. Yeah, she's so I'm real. I'm so on board with her. Oh, man. I just, yeah, I love her. But yeah, like Peter believes anybody he last spoke to, he really believed those candles. Like the, the male candle was leaning forward and He's her like, candle it. was leaning. And that's it. That's the truth. Mm. That's the yeah. truth. They do some weird <laughs> trust exercise, and then they really get to the night portion and get into it. Um, Peter's like, look, Kelly, you've always been honest, so I'm going to be honest with you. You've disappeared, and you need to reassure me. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I haven't really had an opportunity to progress. And he's like, well, that's not true. Yeah. I felt like he was being so petty. Yeah, but he's like, what do you mean? What do you mean you have plenty of time? Why didn't you fight Hannah Ann yeah. to make out with me in front of 25 other women? Yeah. 
other girls say they're in love with me after five minutes of conversation, so what's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah, it was so shocking. I'm like, no, Peter, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> she's, be- she's being normal. You have a gem of a woman on this show. Yeah. And you're punishing her. And she's like, listen, I'm just trying to have, like, a good time. I'm trying to have fun. And he's like, I'm not trying to have a fun time. Like, I'm trying to find somebody. And I was just like, like, yes, same. But I want to enjoy myself in that. Like, does this have to be? You're dating 13 other women or how many at this point? Like, I'm trying to just have a good time and see where we go. And he was so offended by that. He's like, no, you need to commit to engagement now. But also, I there's a, you know, 12 in 13 chance you won't be engaged to yeah. me. And how dare you bring up Hannah Ann? What is Hannah Ann? I was just oh, like, what the, the heck is happening? That really got me. The defensiveness where she's like, we are not the same. Yeah. Like, and she's, we're different women. And she wasn't trying to insult Hannah Ann. She's saying, like, we're not the same point in our lives. Yeah. She's right. 23. She lives with her parents. She's an Instagram model. Like, yeah. And that's and she's yeah. like, I really like her. We're friends. She's great. But I am in my late 20s. I work at a law firm. Like, I'm you know, settled in my own life. Yeah. And so I'm confused about what you want because you seem to be into people who want very different things from what I want, which yeah. is t- felt like a really valid concern. Yeah. yeah. And, and then she starts saying, like, you're rewarding the drama. Like, you just drama. cut it. Cut the drama. And, and I then... thought Pete did not engage with this at all. No. I thought he was really defensive in a way that I found pretty disappointing. Yeah. So, like, I told you I was trying to figure my shit out. And You're she's like, like okay. yeah, exactly. So same. Yeah. And also, clearly, you don't know what you want then. Right. <laughs> if you're figuring it out and you're not sure if what you want is this thing that, like, is very different from what I want, then I'm allowed to have concerns. Yeah. Right. Ugh, I just loved this. And then he, you know, makes her basically promise that she actually wants a relationship, which was never I it was never in question. She's like, yeah, I want a relationship that I feel good about. Yeah. yeah. He's like, good, because like I'm looking to be challenged. Like I'm ready for marriage. Like I'm looking for someone to challenge. I'm like, no, me. you and she's don't. Like, no, you aren't. You're looking to be affirmed, Pete. Yeah. You don't want to be challenged at all. No. You want a 22 year old Instagram to love model you inside and who out. Will tell you after your five heart. minutes that you have a beautiful heart and they will marry you. Yeah. Like, also, Pete doesn't really seem to challenge her. No. There is n- not one ounce of challenge in that man. <laughs> and Except I like with golf Pete. carts. He's, he's he super has, challenging. He, moving his body is a challenge. <laughs> Except, well, not sexually. So good for you know. Oh, yeah. Um, but he really wants a wife. A pilot wife. A pilot wife. Which and Kelly is not. He he gives her the rose, but seems to still have some, some concerns. But and the music is signaling, like... There might be rough waters rough ahead. Waters rough ahead. skies ahead. But for now, there's just a lush waterfall mm-hmm. with a hot tub, hot spring attached to a it. A lush hot tub. Yeah, a very lush hot tub. And uh, Kelly's sticking around. Oh. Back at the house. Oh, God. The Kelsey-Tammy drama continues. Oh, does it? Oh, I, uh, I thought it ended here. Yeah, if only. <laughs> Kelsey seems to have pulled Tammy aside, which I, I, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good move. She seems to think... I'll pull Tammy aside. I'm trying to just squash this. And it goes terribly. Mm -hmm. She's like, Tammy, do you have a problem with me? I'm trying to understand what that is. You know, we don't all have to be best friends, but we need to live together. And Tammy's like, look, I did talk to Peter about you, but it was really about me. Yeah. And Kelsey, it was about me was about having me. feelings about how much you drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was about I had a lot of. It feelings. was about me telling Peter that you're sucking my time and energy. That like, I can't I think just, about you because I just I'm care too busy about you thinking about your well being, and that's the problem. 
Kelsey then does call her honey, which felt a little condescending. Oh, yeah. And Tammy just loses it. She's like, Kelsey, she basically implies Kelsey has been in an extended alcoholic blackout. Yeah, not great. Um, and Kelsey rightly kind of says, look, why why does it bother you so much that I'm emotional? Like, explain that. Yeah, it's none um, of your business. And Tammy, instead of just saying, it bothers me because I feel like you're taking up all this space and I have not been able to take up space, says, well, I'm just concerned for you. Mm-hmm. Which is just such obvious bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. Again, if you're concerned about her health, you would maybe have a conversation with her or a conversation with production, mm-hmm. not a conversation with Peter. Right. That you hope to hide from her. You're yeah. trying to sabotage her. Yeah. yeah. And this just ends terribly. Tammy ends it by saying, you know, do you really think that drinking yourself away is a smart, t- until you cry, is a smart way to deal with your emotions? Just judgy. Just really judgy and gross. And then she says, you can continue to cry and wither away in bottles of wine. I'm done. Yeah. Yikes. It's bad. Tammy went from high on the totem pole for fans to very, very low. This was, this, that it, was Tammy's downfall. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, Tammy recounts all of this uh, to Lexi and Victoria F. And keeps talking about how Kelsey is having mental breakdowns. She says Kelsey's lucky to still be there. She calls Kelsey crazy. Uh, at one point, she says to the camera, like, if Pete sees the sides of Kelsey, he'll send her back like way the fuck back to wherever the fuck Iowa is because she's nuts it was just unnecessarily mean at this point mm-hmm. yeah and I again I really as someone who has struggled with mental health issues I really really take issue with women calling other women crazy nuts mentally unstable it's just such a way to undercut women's valid emotions and not to say that like all of these emotions are valid or being expressed in the right ways um, or that annoyance isn't warranted, but just don't call another woman crazy. No, right? It's gross, and it is it. That language is really weaponized against women. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Kelsey is, is honestly smartly like, "I'm going to get ahead of this. This is clearly something that's going to be brought up to Pete, so I'm going to go have a conversation with him." Yeah. And again, these women all get mad about it. Production let her do this. Yeah, yeah. It's not any like of she them could have like, asked. Any of them could have asked was to do going. She didn't just trot on over to his hotel room on her no. own. Kelsey's no, like, I know directed. exactly where he is. Yeah. yeah. So she she talks to Peter and she's like, look, I think this small thing has been blown out of proportion. I was crying, but I'm falling in love with you and I don't want to share that with everyone else. And I'm, I've really made an effort to apologize to most of the women, but like these things have been said about me, including that I have a drinking problem, that I'm pill popping, and I just want you to know that that's not the case. I have drank, maybe I drank a bit too much, but like, I want to get ahead of this. And Peter basically says, I think he's learned from from the Alea thing. He's like, you know what? I don't care. I like you. Yeah. Case closed. Mm -hmm. Which is fair. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gives Kelsey the rose. Yeah, he says, I don't need a rose ceremony. To tell you how much I feel about it. And I really just put a target on her. Right. I felt for Kelsey in this moment because she, uh, I believe she didn't go over there seeking a rose. No, no. Also, we have to acknowledge that it's 50-50 when you pull a move like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've seen plenty of women go to talk to the lead and then they end up going home. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if the lead really likes you, you stay. Mm -hmm. If the lead is not that into you, this will be the end of your time. Yes. Um, It happened to Elise. It happened to Demi, right? Went home with. Yeah. It's happened a lot. So Kelsey kind of heads back, and again, to her credit, she's like, I got a rose. 
I just went to talk to him. I don't want to lie to mm-hmm. anyone. I don't want to hide it. See, I, w- I would have went to my room and hid too. that rose and been like, I would have stuffed it in my too. pants. I thought, yeah. I thought it, and I kind of respected the window. it. I respected yeah. this move. Yeah, the other women already like dressed for the cocktail yeah. party. Like it was nice to be honest, but it was like, like you said, yeah. it's a target. Yeah. And now they're going to blame her, which they do. But it would have happened anyway, and they, yeah. she would have had to bring the rose mm-hmm. to the cocktail party. So, like, yeah. she was smart was to no just get ahead of it. it. Yeah. There was no hiding it. Uh, all the other women are, again, I understand, like, annoyed that Kelsey got this extra time, was rewarded for it. They all are really tense. They're all just starting to kind of lose it. Yeah. And then the thunderstorm breaks out, and it's just And they show up to what's supposed to be the cocktail party, and... Chris Harrison comes in. Chris, where you which been? You know How are bad. you? You know it's a bad yeah. sign. He's like, Pete has clarity. Cocktail party's canceled. canceled. None of y'all get your time. Yeah. Ooh. McKenna is not happy. McKenna like, has been like McKenna. hanging She's on She's like, by I thread. had something big to tell him. Like how Kelly said she has nothing big to tell him. Well, McKenna has something to tell him. And I'm now like, I'm very curious about what it is. Because you're 22. And that's great, but I want to know what your big life story is. She's a 22-year-old fashion blogger. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. what is the—I'm I, curious. I really would like to know more about her. I'd honestly like to know more about most of these women. Yeah. Because I know nothing about them. We'll get there. Never. Yeah. So Kelsey <laughs> reassures the women again. She apologizes, which she didn't need to do. Mm-hmm. It's not—it's not her decision. It's Peter's decision. He knows who he likes. That's on him. Mm-hmm. If he wanted to give these other women time, he would. Yeah. He didn't want to. But Kelsey clearly feels responsible. She feels bad. She's apologizing to all of them. Um, she is honest. She says, I didn't talk a bunch of shit. I didn't say anyone's name. The only thing I brought up was that Tammy had said I had a drinking problem, which yeah. she did. She did. Yeah. She did. She was honest about what they talked about. Yeah. Um, and again, Natasha's annoyed. McKenna's annoyed. But of course, yeah, to the other Un- girls, it's like she snuck away. She had one-on-one time. She changed his mind because they all see how quickly Peter's mind can be changed by a little conversation. And at this point, Tammy is freaking out because she's thinking, okay, if something was said about me, I'm about to get sent home. Mm-hmm. So she asks again, what exactly did you say about me? And again, Kelsey tells her, like, you know, I mentioned the pill popping. And Tammy tries to say, I never, I, said, I never that. said that. And this is where Kelsey says, like, look, yes, I take pills. They're Adderall and birth control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other girls actually tell Tammy, too. Like, we were in the room when you, you said, said that. Heard you we say heard you say that. You said it. You said lying. she was pill popping. Yeah. Tammy says she kind of had gotten this from Victoria P., which maybe Victoria P. had made some sort of offhand comment about, like, I saw her taking pill. But, like, yeah. clearly, Victoria P. is kind of like, this was a small thing. Yeah. It was you. you turned it into... Something that was an issue that needed to be gossiped yeah, about. Yeah, don't get me into this drama. Also, I feel like Victoria P. is the wrong person to, like, involve in. Clearly, she's actually the only, the one of, I shouldn't say the only one who knows the rest of the women, but she's been open about the fact that she's lived around addiction. Yeah. So her being sensitive to that yeah. makes a little more sense. Yeah. Um, but clearly, if she wasn't really gossiping about it, or else we probably would have seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Lexi is kind of tries to be like, guys, this fight is dumb and it's affecting all of us. And then for some reason, Sydney starts to fight with Tammy. Yeah. And then and it just gets it gets, it gets bad, really bad. Tammy uh, tries to again frame it that she was just concerned for Kelsey. 
Like Peter needs to know she has alcoholic tendencies. I was like, well, again, so no. Someone he does, getting too like, drunk that's once. A, that's a big word to throw yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, it's a big word. For one night. And then Sydney starts saying, well, like, I would never do this, which is ridiculous because she, she did. She just did it. <laughs> but she again, didn't say Alea's name. This is what I'm starting to see. Like, yes, you know, Sid. There's definitely something with Sydney. It seems like I know Tammy pointed out that she's friends with a lot of girls in the house and her posse and all that. But they're, you know, Sydney in this moment too. Look, they're I both they're teaming up like they're all just fighting. It's just there's no cruel. good or bad. Yeah. yeah. It's just the, uh, there's team no one here. Yeah. yeah, it's not a good look for any of them. No, Sydney starts being pretty harsh and cruel towards Tammy. Yeah. Tammy is being pretty mean back to Sydney, mean to Kelsey. Like, it's just... That's crazy. You're a psycho. Sydney You're a diva. Tammy Shut psych- the fuck up. A psychopath. Yeah. Which, again, that's gross, too. Yeah, we yeah. don't use the P word, either. No. Yeah. It's a variations on a theme here. They're all just like, this woman's crazy. She's a bitch. She's a psycho bitch. Like... It's, it felt real she's gross. like, yo, yo, you're a psycho. You're a psycho. And I was yeah, just like, no. just stop all of this. Yeah. Just stop. It's um, oh, McKenna what episode are speaks we on? <laughs> for all of us when she says, I'm so tired. Yeah. I'm so exhausted. And it, yeah. at this point, we're on hour three. So, uh, so are we. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and everyone is just on edge and crying at this point. And Tammy announces, you know, I'm not here to make friends. Mm-hmm. Which Oh. Rough Tammy. Rough Tammy. Thanks, Clearly Tammy. referencing your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, this is about us. <laughs> Guess she's not coming on. <laughs> Finally, blessedly, we get the fucking rose ceremony. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Nick and Sarah. We're still talking about this. Peter he's arrives. Got, he's got the clarity he he's needs. He's got clarity. It's tough for him, but, like, it's just struck him. The clarity has At least he's learned something, which yeah. is do not engage. Yeah. Do not engage. <laughs> just stick to your stick to your decisions. Kelly, Kelsey, and Hannah Ann already have roses, and I am starting to think it's going to happen. We're mm-hmm. going to get this rose ceremony. And Sydney has one, too, right? Yeah. Oh, does Sydney have one? Mm-hmm. Yep, from her one-on-one. Right. I, was, mm-hmm. I forgot. Too many. Too many roses. But just when we think Peter's, you know, he's going to start handing out roses, Tammy pulls him away. Uh, and then Peter falls for it once again. All right, sure. Or the producers wanted him to keep her on because she's clearly stirring up drama. Oh, yeah. she they needed her to stay for another yeah. week. They needed McKenna to stay for another week. So McKenna then interrupts Tammy, interrupting the rose ceremony. And at this point, the other women are like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Well, Should- McKenna seems permanently in a state of thinking that if she just has one more five-minute conversation with Peter, he will fall deeply in love yeah, with yeah. her. That's how it works. And see her heart. But yet she never reveals that <laughs> thing she wants to reveal. The thing never comes the out. The thing she reveals is, what this, is, the is thing? this is hard for me, and I'm on the edge. <laughs> exactly. Like, and Peter's like, same. Yeah. <laughs> so... Lexi is just fully annoyed. Natasha is annoyed. Again, these yeah. New York women yeah. do not have time to waste time. They're like, you just made yourself a mini cocktail party and like exactly. screwed all of us over. So now, you know, if I were Lexi too, I'd be like, I'd be you annoyed. just talked to Tammy and McKenna. Now, and now I'm probably going to go. Home. Yeah. yeah. And she does. She so does. Pete apologizes. He's like, I know it's an emotional night, but I just, I got to get through this rose ceremony. Let's all go to bed. <laughs> Roses go to Victoria F., Madison, Natasha, Victoria P., McKenna, and Tammy, which means that. Two greats are yeah. going home, Lexi, Lexi and Shan. Mm. Love both of them. And they're so emotional. And I feel like usually at this stage, we see a little bit of emotion, but I, I feel like it's just been exhausted. An, exhausted. And I think both of them are very well liked in the house. Yeah. Like they clearly have a lot of friends. 
So it's just it's tough when you see people. It you was like so on. sad, yeah. and I love Lexi. Like, I love both she of was them. Great. Honestly, Lexi, shout out to you. I know. I want You're them both on the pod. I'm on the pod, Lexi. I'm so she glad you too. got that great Cosmo shot out of this yeah. because you'll have that for the rest exactly. of your life. Exactly. Like Peter, a relationship with Peter would last six months. Exactly. A good, most. beautiful bikini shot of you in Cosmo mm-hmm. lasts yeah, forever, forever, forever. So Lexi, you know, bids everyone goodbye, and she handles. She's like, look. Peter, I'm glad you're following your heart. Glad I got to meet you, which, good for her. Mm-hmm. Sheehan is very emotional and sad. She really didn't expect to go home. And the girls, it's cute. You hear some of the women in the background are like, we love you, Shishi. Aw, <laughs> Shishi. It was really and sweet. And she still has, like, bruises from that football. Like, I it just, know. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. Shishi deserved better. Shishi. She did. One of the few who didn't attack any of the other women. I know. Mm-hmm. But I love this. Except physically on the football field. She pulls a fantastic, slightly shady move on her way out, Mm -hmm. which we've seen other women do where she's just like, just warning you, watch out for some of these other women, but gives no specifics. So it's just like, Peter, be on guard. And Peter's like, "Uh, sad puppy. Yeah. Peter's like, wait, what? (laughs) No. There's still fake women in the house? Shan's just like, look, if it couldn't be me, I hope he ends up with someone who's actually a good person and not someone with a bad attitude who's a diva. Mm-hmm. Not Who feeling good about that. Who could she be talking about? Like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, really can't pick. It's, it's all of them. And then we get the credit sequence, which is maybe the best part of the episode. Mm-hmm. Chris Harrison, darkened silhouette voice change, <laughs> talking about Peter's accident and how he's the most unathletic, clumsy bachelor they've ever had. Again, investigative journalism. Like, they just turned it up this episode. Like, lean into the funny. (laughs) I think we can lean out of some of this dumb, constructed drama and lean in to Chris Harrison. To absurdity. To the absurdity. Like, it's silly. Let's lean into the... To the security cam footage and out of the women throwing around casual accusations of substance abuse. Mm -hmm. That's what I love about Bachelor in Paradise is that the opening credits are so clearly just like making fun of themselves. This show doesn't do enough of making fun of itself. So I appreciated Chris's uh, true crime drama thing. (laughs) I agree. So, you know, thank you, Laura, for wading through this yeah, with so us. sorry this was so <laughs> fun yeah i mean i'm exhausted from reliving it but i'm really glad i did yeah. and now it's time for feminism fails and boy do we have so many the a list lot of them is long so let's start first we have the women especially sydney and tammy calling each other crazy psycho psychopath nuts gonna give this one a five as we discussed before this is language that's really been weaponized against women don't don't use it. Nope. Uh, I agree. Five. Peter concludes uh, that Sydney is strong because she experienced racist bullying. Uh, I'd give this a three because yeah, there are, there are good intentions here, but it's not the responsibility of black women to endure racism um, to become your inspiration. Nope. Mm-hmm. Next, we have some uncomfortable cultural tourism happening in Costa Rica with that whole shaman cleansing ritual. Going to give that a four just because this is a part of a larger issue that the franchise has with being unable to engage with local cultures of the places they travel in a way that is responsible rather than exploitative. Mm -hmm. Next, we have Tammy suggests that Kelsey pops pills, that she's an alcoholic, Um, you know, which is to be clear, you can have you can have a relationship with alcohol. And and, and in this instance, a negative one. Exactly. And it doesn't mean you're undeserving of love. This is not like 
trying to shame people who struggle yeah. with addiction. Nor does it need that, you know, it doesn't mean that you get to be called out um, to somebody who doesn't really need to know this information if you're looking out for right. the quote-unquote well-being of another woman. And also it seems pretty clear that these uh, claims were not necessarily founded in any sort of truth. Mm-hmm. So, Which we know Peter's gross. after the truth. He's just after the truth. We're going to give that one a four. Uh, Peter mansplaining marriage to Kelly was an interesting one, uh, considering she's a 27-year-old attorney who is ready who has her for shit marriage. Together. I'm going to give this like a four uh, because, you know, Kelly's unsure of the bachelor process, unsure of Peter. Uh, but to Peter, that means he needs to explain the concept of love and marriage to her, uh, which no, no thank no, you. She doesn't really need a man to, to teach her those things. No. It's gross to watch. Then finally, we see the women placing blame on Kelsey after Peter calls off the cocktail party. I'm going to give this one a four also. Like, why are these women constantly pointing the finger at each other instead of at the man actually making these decisions? Again, this is an anger they should direct at Peter. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guests, Laura Bassett, and our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson. Please subscribe to Heater Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a moment of Peter's season recaps and give us a five-star rating and review. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Lee Blickley and at Lee BZ. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. We'll be back later this week for a recap of episode six of The Bachelor. Dear Lord. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.